y'all, and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have a special guest. This is a mother of four who is doing it all. She's getting her education, she's raising her family, and she's doing it all covered in God's grace. It gives me great privilege to introduce to you Miss Tamia Frost. Being a mother of four children, how did you find time to get your associate's degree in psychology and also continue your education in criminal justice? Oh, Chad, um, a lot of support, uh, definitely um, a huge support system and just putting my mind to it. I, I think I, I had some challenges in life that sort of forced me in that direction to sort of determine that was something that I needed to do. But definitely my support system, it is hard with four children and having to be at certain places at certain times and everybody needing to be where they need to be. And you also have to be where you need to be. And oh, it can, it definitely can be a lot. So just communication and that support system is everything. Now, who's your support system? Um, mom, well, not my mom, my biological mom passed away, but I have been given a fresh start and a do over, if you will. And my mother-in-law, she has been, um, definitely a huge support to me. And then my husband and I have sisters, but more, most like readily available, if you will, is just my husband and my mom straight up. What made you choose those two professions? Um, I've always just been into particularly criminal justice. Um, that's always been something that I've been intrigued by. Um, my uncle was a police officer growing up and I just remember like, oh, that's cool. I want to do that. And I think we all kind of go through that phase where it's like, I want to be a police officer. I want to help people. And then, um, as I got older, it was just like, no, I don't necessarily want to do the police officer route. And so I got more into like investigative and things like that, that, intrigued me a lot more um and so that's still like a passion of mine now it's still kind of shifted again I don't even think I want to do um the investigating part I think that may be a little gruesome in a sense but just the idea of maybe you know juvenile um probation or things something like that along the way because now um as life would have it uh criminal justice is definitely still the core of who I am but I just learned that I can talk <laughs> so I can talk and I learned that I can definitely use my voice to help people. And so I'm trying to merge the two between criminal justice and counseling. And that's kind of somewhere in the middle of probation and like outreach. And that is now kind of more who the, the core of who I am with just that tinge of criminal justice back there now. <laughs> what advice would you give someone, a, a mother or just a, anyone in general on how to balance to get their education and family? Oh, um, communication. You definitely, um, well, let me go back it up a little bit. Um, a plan. I think oftentimes we just kind of set out like, I want to do this, I want to do that, but we don't have a plan for what we want to do. We don't even have a vision for what it is that we want to do. We just know that, okay, you want to finish school, you want to do this, but we actually have to map out what those things look like um, in terms of the day-to-day, you know, who's going to pick up the kids here, who's going to cook dinner. And so definitely plan. I do a lot of meal prep when I can. Um, The joys of having, you know, grandmother watch the kids is she's just, she's a grandmother. So she cooks. And so 
that helps put things together. Um, but I think more important, importantly than anything, is just definitely having a plan and that strong support system of people that you can depend on. Because when things go sort of, uh, you know, out of order or fall apart, you have to have that support system. And I even say backup too. like, you know, if mom can't do it, then there has to be someone else that keeps the show going. Don't have that sort of one monkey that can just stop the whole entire show. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, that's just kind of what I've learned along the way and just communication, just saying, you know, Hey, this is like, even for this semester, I'm like, listen, I have way more night evening classes than I really wanted to have this semester, but um, that's, I'm sort of like towards the end of things and that's just kind of how it's going. And I just, yeah, had a conversation with my mom, like, okay, what can you do? How can this work? And then conversation with mom, husband, sister, just in case mom can't do it. If my husband can't do it, then sister can do it. And I think that's just really what it boils down to, like really have to plan it out and see what it looks like on a day to day. Because the kids, too, they're so used to me being at home and having everything at their beck and call. And I'm the one that do it, does it. But not everybody does it the way that I do it. And so. (laughs) Right. um, Yeah, I think if anything, just see it and plan it like just see how you want it to go but put a plan to it because we just can talk all we want but without seeing what that really looks like on a day-to-day you're gonna fall flat on your face (laughs) especially with you basically have a backup plan with a backup plan with a backup plan and another backup plan yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay now has there ever been a time that you felt like giving up and what did you do to push yourself to keep going oh yeah I think you I think when you're you have a goal in mind I think you that always creeps up like oh my gosh I have homework oh my gosh the kids have to eat tonight and I'm big on you know home-cooked meals and so you always get that doubt that creeps in when it especially when it gets overwhelming and you're trying to keep everything in order for me Um, it's just keeping my eyes on my purpose. I really believe that um, God created this time for me to do this in this time and in this season. And so for me, it's just staying focused on my purpose and my goal. And um, definitely prayer. Prayer is a big part of my life when things are going wrong. Just that right in the middle of the day, just call out to God like, Lord, oh, I just need that extra measure of strength today. them days get long and they get tiring and for me it's just keeping my eyes on this purpose I like really I really know God has something for me in this season and it has to happen in that timing so that's just my go-to now what would you say is the most important thing you ever learned in life oh um most important thing I ever learned in life I would say, and and this is kind of just more recently, um, putting myself first. I know that nothing happens if I'm not okay, if you will. You know what I mean? Like I can't be Mm -hmm. a great mother if I'm not in order. I can't be a great wife, friend, sister, daughter if I'm not in order. And really, really sticking to that because oftentimes, yeah, like I said, things get overwhelmed. You really can get lost in the shuffle. And when you're lost, it it just, things just don't go right. So for me, it's just definitely self-care. And I didn't, I wouldn't say I didn't see that growing up, but 
I didn't, I always saw mom doing, mom was always doing, mom was always here, always doing this. And I didn't necessarily see the self-care that I'm taking the time to do myself. I think another thing that I've learned in life is just by way of my children, breaking those kind of generational curses through communication. Like, you know, we grew up just, you out of line, you get your butt whooped, that's how it was. But I'm learning that that's not necessarily the case these days. Like, you don't have to take it to those lengths to be able to communicate with your children and have effective parenting and effective relationships without all of this dysfunction, I guess. Like, I, I guess maybe that's the synopsis of it. Like, life does not have to be dysfunctional if you don't let it. So what would you say your ultimate goal is? In- oh, man. I know this is such a vague statement because it's like, it's so many levels to it. But my ultimate goal, my ultimate heart's desire is just to help people, like, through a conversation, through a gesture, through a... Um, a hug, a smile, like if I know that I spoke to someone and it helped them in any way for the day, then I feel like I've done my purpose. And if the Lord so take me right now, then I know I'm <laughs> my purpose. And that is just really to to help people. Like I just, it's like a burning fire into me just to be able to help people. Millie, I, I haven't totally mapped out what that would look like because I may have my plan to do this, that, and a third, but God may put something else in front of me and say, well, this is by way, the way you may have to do it. So I don't, you know, I don't want to say, well, start my business and do this when that really may not be where God will call me to be, to be able to help people. So um, it's it's so hard to kind of like, that's why I said it's so hard to say to help people because that can be in so many facets, but ultimately at the end of the day, wherever I end up, I know that is my ultimate goal for the day for whatever I do. Like I've been in customer service for many, many years. And at the end of the day, even in that, it was just like, okay, I want to help somebody be better, help somebody, you know, be a better customer service agent, help be somebody, a better janitor, whatever you choose to be for the day. If I can help you be better at that and learn to, then I'm good. You know what? I just thought because I've been in customer service in some shape or form, majority of my life too, and I never really thought about it in that aspect. If you're in customer service, your job is to help people all the time. I mean, that's what you're getting paid to do. So why wouldn't you want to do that for God? Yeah. Never thought of it like that. Yeah, wow. I, I, yeah, that's just how I've always saw things. Like people. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a respecter of persons, not titles, not any of that thing, any of those things, because we're people at the end of the day. And it's like, I want to be treated. I want to treat people how I want to be treated. And don't always go like that. Oh, I'm a work in progress. I have ooh, I've come a long way to get to that point. But, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but I've always just been like that, you know, like just being courteous and, and talking to people a certain way because, you know. I mean, we all have it in us to pop off. And if I'm popping off, mm-hmm. you popping off, we got a whole mess. And that ain't what I know what I came to work to do. So why I'm mad at you? Because <laughs> right. I'm right. mad at So who would you say is your biggest influence? Ooh, um, my biggest influence really and truly is my husband. Like he is really, from the moment I've, met him he really had a lot going on 
for himself. And I never, I, I even when we were dating, it was just like something spoke to me. Like, I'm going to learn a lot from this person. And he's just been my biggest influence, like just to strive because he's just so, I've never seen him set out to do something and not accomplish it. He, what he says that he's going to do, he's done. And I'm so, like, I just admire him so much and what he does and um, what he does for our family. That makes me say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I want to be better because him. <laughs> How'd y'all meet? Oh, Lord. Um, just a, it was just a chance meeting. I was going out with some friends and I wasn't going to go. And something was just like, okay, just go, whatever. I'm not doing nothing. And um, my friend was meeting his friend. And so it's just kind of like, hey, who are you? What's going on? And we've been in separate ever since, since that McDonald's parking lot. And you, that's usually how it works. When you're looking, you don't, that, that person ain't for you. But when you're not looking, that's when God sends that person for you. He who finds a wife, I believe that. He who finds a wife. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he found me and I would have never thought, never thought of, never would have. Oh, 16 years later, here we are. Yeah. That's all right. Now, you don't even look old enough to be married for 16 years. <laughs> Thank you. I will take that. I will take you that. You are so welcome. Or to even have four children. I'm going to throw that out there, too. I was like, this child is a is a child. What she got four children and married for? <laughs> Dang, will, right. Compliment, child. Woo! Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> you are so welcome. welcome. Just made 16. Just made 16, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm feeling like I'm older, but if I don't look it, I'm okay with that. Ain't that it? Yeah, I don't jump out of bed no more. It's kind of a slide out. Right. <laughs> yeah, them knees. Ooh, they ain't lying about the knees over thirty, dude. Girl, Ooh. girl, getting on the getting on my knees to pray is is a sacrifice. Do you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> You got to rational, just like rationalize the guy. Like, God, you know my heart. Do I'm not going to get down here today because mm-hmm. I'm not going to get up. <laughs> You're going to have to help me up if I get down there. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. Now, what advice would you give a woman who is juggling life, their family, and their dreams? I cannot even stress enough. Like the center of in the core of who I am really is God. Um, I cannot even stress that enough to, uh, I don't even know the degree. Like I can, like God and planning, like you really have to center your focus on God. Um, it is, it is not easy. It is definitely not easy trying to navigate what you want to do and what everybody else wants you to do and what everybody else needs you to do and trying to see clearly like that that's just really the essence for me and I I understand too not everybody has that um spiritual being so I always try to like reframe it um to sort of fit everybody whatever your piece is whatever your pillar is whatever just keeps you grounded and if you don't have something to keep you grounded, I think that is the first place to start in that planning process, like saying, OK, and then we often get times, especially as women, we really get caught up in what 
people expect of us and what we should be doing and how we should be doing it. And we get caught up in the excuse of we have kids and so we can't and we have this and so we shouldn't. And we just really get lost in the shuffle. But it is really about that planning process and really getting that core of who you are. I think that's probably another kind of aspect of it. You have to really know who you are to be able to stand in yourself and be a wife and be a person that wants to pursue your dreams, whatever that dream, and especially dreams. Like dreams are really um, subjective sometimes. People don't see your vision and so they'll sort of um, stagnate you at saying, well, mm, can you really do that? Or why are you doing that? Or should you be doing that? And it's like, mm, no, I can though because I, I, I have it in me to do it. And so I think that's just more so, and I'm probably sounding really redundant at this point, but no, you're not, Mm-mm, not at that's all. Just really just what I, that's the only thing that really just keeps me in order, like God and just saying, okay, if I want to do that, what does that look like? Because it, it, you just, you will get lost in the shuffle. And I think a vision board too, like I really just started really getting into that thing to be able to see it and say, Ooh, okay, now I'm on track. Now that's where I want to go. Ooh, that's what that's going to look like. Mm, then that's probably not the best thing to do. That's actually how I came to change in my major from criminal justice to sociology and psychology because criminal justice, while I love it, is still the core of what I wanted to do. Um, it has a shelf life, right? And mm-hmm. so I can't. I can take sociology and do criminal justice and do anything else that I want to do as opposed to just being stuck to criminal justice. But I wouldn't have found that out if I didn't sit down and say, okay, what does that look like? What am I trying to do? Where am I going? I still don't quite know, but let me look 10 steps ahead and see what that looks like. Mm, Okay, that's not going to look right. Even next semester, I have classes in the evening. Okay, what is that going to look like for my kids? Um, Are they going to, who can be here and who can be there? Will my daughter make it to where she needs to be? Well, you know what I mean? So it's just, mm-hmm. it's really a lot of a planning and just knowing who you are and where you want to go. Literally, as soon as I wake up in the morning and I, uh, I anoint myself every day and I'm like, okay, I read everything that I have on my vision board out loud. So it, I want it to resonate in my soul and in my spirit that these are the things that's going to happen. These things are what God's going to cultivate in my life. And this year, and nothing's going to stop it happening because God said it's going to happen. So, yeah. yeah, a vision board, I think everybody, if you don't have one, I think you need to get one. Because if you you got to write the vision and make it plain, visualize it, see it and, and live it. Yeah, because you can get off track. You can really get off track without seeing it or at least having some sort of idea of what you're doing. And I think that's the perfect word that you said too, repeating it, like just repeating it over and over. Cause hell, sometimes I can't even remember what I had for dinner or breakfast yesterday, let alone this drawn <laughs> out plan to say, I'm going to be here at this time, this time, this time. And if I don't see it or I don't know it and feel it in my purpose, right. Then mm-hmm. I'm, I get lost. I get lost. These kids that have you lost this homework for show will have you just like, mm. Yeah, I forgot to do that. Oh, I was going to do that next week. And I'm a huge procrastinator. I think that's why I put so much emphasis on the planning part, because I will procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. Amen. (laughs) 
<laughs> girl, <laughs> it ain't nothing for me. But like, I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously. Um, mm-hmm. I'm serious too. That's why I have to have that board there to re- and repeat it every day. So it's like, okay, even if I procrastinate, I still know I got to do it and it's going to happen. And the only way it's going to happen is if I do it. Right. So, yeah. And I think like a timeline. We like to put ourselves in timelines too. We don't, I mean, who says? I mean, we don't have to, if we get off track, because sometimes that's just how it happens. And we procrastinate and we get lost in the shuffle. And it's okay to not meet that timeline. Like, if mm-hmm. it doesn't meet the timeline, it's okay. Doesn't mean you're a failure. Doesn't mean you still can't do it. It's just, it's just taking you a little longer and you'll be there. <laughs> right, right. I mean, if you get in the car and you drive and you drive long enough, you're going to get to your destination. Right. So just keep rolling. Keep going. You talk real juicy, young lady. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, talking to you has been a revelation and a confirmation for things that I need to recognize in my life. And I'm sure whoever's listening to it, to this will say the same thing. Now, I have the pleasure of having your information to where I can ratch out and talk to you. So if someone wanted to reach out and talk to you and get advice from you, how could they do that? Please, please, please. Like I said, I, I that is my heart's desire to be able to help somebody navigate through this like it is not easy oh my Jesus it's not easy (laughs) being a wife and a mother and it's just not easy and sometimes and if I can just put an extra I'm just gonna put this on out there I'm just gonna put it out there now go ahead put Um, it out (laughs) you have I really have a circle of people for certain things and sometimes oftentimes when we have our we have a girlfriend and she, you know, I have a friend that is my ratchet friend. So when I want to be ratchet and, and ill-advised sometimes, you know, not not taking away from her friendship or what she contributes to my life. I love her dearly, been knowing her forever. But there's a time where it's just like, okay, that's my ratchet friend. And when I want to be ratchet, I'm going to go to her. But some people don't have a sort of uh, full circle and go well-rounded. friends. Mm-hmm. Right. That's going to also give you the the spiritual side that's going to give you the right side. We have those friends that want to tell us what we want to, you know, what we want to hear. And so I say all that to say is that, yes, we definitely all need a friend that is going to keep us right though. Right. And making mm-hmm. the right. And I want to be that friend to somebody else. I I have my circle of friends. I already am too. So please, whatever I can help do. And that makes somebody's life easier. Parenting, like I said, motherhood, wife, Please, I can be found at Long Wizard and Gifted on Facebook, Instagram, or even just by my government, Tamia Dillon. I'm around there somewhere. Tamia Frost, Tamia? <laughs> Tamia Frost Dillon, it might be somewhere. I, Long Wizard and Gifted will get you to me. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Long Wizard and Gifted. Yes. Love it. Absolutely love it. You, have you listened to any of my shows? I have. All right, so you know what the last question is, right? I do. All right, here we go. <laughs> if you could have anything song be your song when you walked into a room, what would it be and why? Ooh. So 
I will have a remix, and you ain't never seen <laughs> uh, you ain't okay. seen a uh, uh, Beyonce, Tamala Man, Fantasia remix. You ain't never seen R&B and gospel all in the same song. That's what be me. So I would say okay. <laughs> Diva by Beyonce. I'm a diva all by herself. Okay. Um, Tamala Man, <laughs> change me. Oh, God, I always want to be, I strive to just be different every day. I strive to be, um, just allow God to use me in any way, mm-hmm. shape, form, or fashion and be better. I'm always at the drawing board. I always tell my kids, there's one thing you can, you gonna say a lot of stuff about me, but it's one thing you ain't going to be able to say is that I, I don't try every day. So for me, Tamala Man and that song definitely resonates with me and I say Fantasia doing me. Um, the content of the song is more relationship wise, but um, just this notion of I'm I'm in a phase to where I am really doing and cultivating me to be the best. To me, you're first, and everybody else follows. So I got a mm-hmm. whole. Re- <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. No, I love it. I, so to pick a theme song would be hard to do. So mm-hmm. I get the remix. Cause they're not, and, and I'm gonna backtrack a little bit what you said about the circle of friends, girl. I'm like you. I got a group of friends that I can actually call my friends, and all of them serve a different purpose. Right. Yeah. I got my spiritual friend, like you said. I got that ratchet friend. I got that. I need a good laugh friend. I got that mm-hmm. down for whatever friend. I got that. that um. I don't need no questions. Just let's we got to roll out, friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to. If you ain't got that one friend that don't mind, you know, you know, getting a little dirty, then you ain't got no good friends. <laughs> yeah. You gotta. You gotta make that circle well rounded. I'm telling you, it's necessary. <laughs> then you go back to your uh, spiritual friend, be like, girl. <laughs> yeah, I need you to pray for me. Yeah, I acted a fool yesterday. I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> but right. God gonna give me for this. That's why I'm coming to you. Okay. But then again, my spiritual friend can be two foes. She can also be that down for whatever friend too, depending right. on what's happening. So yeah, you 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 need that core. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. You know what? I truly enjoyed you. I really did. I did too. It wasn't so bad. I was so scared. I was like, oh Lord. What am I <laughs> what am I gonna say? And yes, this was truly fun. I am happy. I'm happy too. And I'm glad you reached out to me too. Tell your husband and the children, thanks for letting me steal you. For a little while. Yeah, I'm in a place where I don't have a a baby pulling on my leg right now. Otherwise, you know, you you like it's it's like that circle of friends. You got one friend, all the babies in the back. I'm I'm that friend sometimes. So yeah. Not today though. Not on today. Well, thank you, lady. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Tamia, for being on my show. You are an inspiration to all women who are trying to wear many hats and are accomplishing their goals, their dreams, and desires. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below, 
shoot me an email and let's see what we can do with that thing. And by the way, why haven't you subscribed? You might as well jump on board because trust, you don't want to miss another episode. And as always, thanks for joining and listening to your one and only Worldly Church Girl.